We are sponsored by Raise Energy, powered by the enhanced refresh technology. Raise Energy delivers with a performance-enhancing energy drink that aids in the most often overlooked categories. Raise Energy targets focus, enhances your recovery time, improves clean energy levels, and boosts your stamina and hydration. Most importantly, each single can of Raise Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates, which that gives you a smarter and more healthier option. You should not have to settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbs than you can count. Opt for the number one fan-voted energy drink on the market today with Raise Energy. If you want to get yourself a can of Raise Energy, go to repsports.com, R-E-P-P, sports.com. Use my promo code HPP1000, HPP1000 at checkout, and you will receive a generous discount. But you guys already know that. I'm on Instagram, and I am on Twitter, and I am Mr. Dylan Hodge. You want to go follow the podcast on Instagram? You don't have to. Uh, I don't ever really post over there, but uh, if you want to just follow and see what we got going on there, you can at the HodgePodge Podcast. I appreciate you guys listening and downloading this episode of the HodgePodge Podcast. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, So last week we did, you know, the Shirley Phelps Roper podcast and that is that was over a year ago that I had me and Big Shrimp had recorded that and I was very very frightened to put that out there because you didn't know what kind of and I mentioned that in the podcast I'm not gonna go in depth but you didn't know what kind of reaction that it was going to get and I didn't promote it on Instagram. I promoted it on Facebook, and that was the worst decision of my life to do because I got so much hate from Facebook that I just decided, you know, I'm just not going to promote this episode anywhere. Um, I think I talked about it in my stories later in the week, um, but other than that, you know, no real uh, promotion for that episode, which I, I'm kind of sad to say because maybe it would have... Um, Maybe if I would have just let my, not my ego, but if I would have let everything aside and said screw everybody that has said something about it, then you know maybe maybe um maybe then uh you know I would be as scared. But I want to not share a story, but this is going to go into the podcast here. Right now, I am listening to um, the audio book for Lauren Akins, which is Thomas Thomas Rhett's wife. And I'm in the first hour of the audiobook so far. Um, I'm probably farther um, when you're listening to this because uh, I'm recording this on Thursday because I've just Friday through Sunday is going to be hell for me this week. And so I'm just recording this a little couple of days earlier. And so I'm about an hour, about an hour 15 in, about 75 minutes in. And 
she talks about in the first chapter about how her family is and how, you know, when they were growing up, they could just play on the street and no one really cared. You know, everybody came over to their house for dinner. They were always over at somebody else's house for dinner and they loved playing around and there was just this happy-go-lucky town, this happy-go-lucky community. And I kind of grew up in the same in the same community type feel. You know, we, we grew up on this road that we live in now, what we live on now. Uh, we moved here and there, but my family has basically stayed here for 30 years. And so, you know, we named the road we live on. You know, we, we were the first ones here, so we named the road. And it has just... Growing up, the community, because growing up, how it was, was my grandma was here in the house we live in now, you know, and then before uh, she moved off a couple of, uh, about an hour away, but so she lived here, we lived down the um, hill a little bit, like half a football field away, and we lived in a little double wide trailer and then on top of the hill for my grandma's which is less than half a football field away was my aunt my mom's sister and my cousins and then across the street from us was um the neighbor that still lives there today we still have great contact with her and her kid ronnie was there and he was a little older than me and my cousin because my cousin is, she's four years older than I was, uh, than I am, um, and so he was probably, probably four years older than her. So we're looking at a good eight-year gap for me, but it was that type of community that I lived in was, okay, you were going to go ride our bikes, you can't go past the stop sign, which is about half a mile from the house can't go past a stop sign. You turn around at uh, this old man's house, and you turn back, you come back. Stay out as long as you want. You get hurt, come inside, rub some dirt on it, <laughs> and you go back to playing. And that's how it was for me growing up. And, you know, Laura goes into a – she goes into a, a more depth detail in the book, but the reason I bring this up is because – Hang on just a second. Let me let me pull this up here. <laughs> um, Jared and Heather are the owners of the Retreat, Southbound Overstock, Crate and Pallet, and more yet-to-be-known businesses in Wiggins, Mississippi here. And, you know, she brings up the fact that the whole town was just this big, community and i like to think that wiggins here in mississippi where i'm located now a big shrimp for some reason says i live at biloxi or some crap like that that's not true don't listen to that jerk off i don't live there um but I, i like to think that you know wiggins is the same as how you know lauren akins and thomas rick grew up was it was just community that had everybody's backs. 
And it's still the same way today. And that's no different from my guest for today. And that's that's a good segue. <laughs> I planned that segue. That was a pretty good segue, wasn't it? I'm not professional, but I planned that segue. I was like, I'm going to bring this up, and I want to talk about that crap. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I mean, Wiggins is this big community that has everybody's backs, I think. And, you know, for Jared and Heather, Obamsawin. I, 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 okay, Jared and Heather, I probably got your name wrong, your last name wrong. Forgive me. You said it's pronounced just the way it's spelt. Well, I don't know if you say Sawin, Sawin, Obam Sawin, Obam Sawin. That's what I'm going to go with, Jared and Heather. So, screw off. But they are the owners of the retreat, <laughs> Southbound Overstock, Creighton Pilot, and more yet-to-be-known businesses here in the community of Wiggins, Mississippi. Um, they're talking today about the best advice for entrepreneurs. If you want to get out there and you want to start, this is how they did it and what's what's good advice for it so jared talks about starting a textbook company successfully and then changing with the time and moving to an ebay type online store they talk about how their employees are trained to be equal to their customer they have not one bad soul in the place if they do that person is hiding i'm telling you i would go into this southbound place even creighton pallets just on saturdays but i would go into this these these places that they have there's not one bad person there not one and i i really kind of um talk about that here because it's like it's fantastic because you don't see a lot of uh you don't see a lot of places like that you always see negativity in at least one person um so jared and heather being business partners with jared's ex-wife and how they co-parent and are all best friends this is a very interesting story and it was funny because you're not going to hear it on here <laughs> Just a little behind-the-scenes um, note here. When we were recording this, I did not know some of the most of the names that they were talking about. I knew just just from you know the stores or from Facebook or just from being in this small town. I knew who they were, but then they bring up this one name, and I'm like, "Who is this person exactly?" And it's just like Jerry just go boom, my ex-wife, and Heather's like, "No, we're taking that crap out. We're not doing it." And then they're like. You know, they argue back, but they're like, no, it needs to be in there. No, it doesn't. It needs to be in there. So <laughs> there was like a four-minute <laughs> there was like a four-minute audio preface here of just Heather and Jared arguing with themselves about should it be in there, should it be in there? And luckily you're gonna hear it in there, and that's how Heather wanted to do it. So it was like take twenty-eight, I think. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah. Heather and Jared Obum Solin. That's what I'm going to say, Jared and Heather. Obum Sawin are overstocked in Wiggins, Mississippi, right here, right now. Hello, everyone. It's Murph from Jokers. I'm here in my hotel room. There's my blankie. These things are not important. Here's what is. You've made a choice to listen to the HodgePodge podcast. Not a bad choice, my friend. You are making good decisions in life. Subscribe now and anywhere that podcasts are available. Idea narrative that we're working with or anything like that? Um, I want to talk about your business. But other okay. than that, kind of just chit-chat. Okay. I love business. <laughs> I, I know, I can tell. Which business? Yeah. All of them? We well, this is my question. This is my first question leading off. Mm -hmm. I was messaging you about doing this. Mm -hmm. You said we have five businesses. Mm -hmm. Wait a second. So, five, <laughs> what? I know of three, which is Southbound. You got Southbound. You got the spa. Yep. And then you have the one you just opened. Yeah, uh, Crate and Pallet. Crate and Pallet. U.S. Tex Incorporated. 
textbook I don't know. What is it? It was a college textbook it's company. It's where it all began, the very first business. Yeah. Okay, we'll but talk it, about that. And it's transitioned over to basically being an eBay company. So we don't do books anymore, but we're still considered U.S. Tech Incorporated. But we're an online resale company. Okay. And then we have um, also... Uh, What's it called? Uh, Blueprint. Blueprint. It's just we just started Blueprint Marketing Media. Okay. And so we're Can't doing think about other people though. That one's Jared and Sherry. That's me and Sherry. So we've Sherry. got like mine, his, ours. So it's like Jared and Laura technically are the owners of South Gun Overstock. Me and Laura are the owners of Crate and Pallet. Me and Jared are the owners of the retreat. Jared and Sherry are the <laughs> like yeah. we're all over. We're all over so the who place. is Jared and Sherry? This is Jared. I'm Jared. And then Sherry is Sherry Morris. Right. I know you were Jared, but I didn't know if there was another Jared and no, no, Sherry. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no. okay, okay, Just okay. Sherry Morris. And then Laura and me. is the other right. business partner. Yeah. So we can just, instead of naming off everybody, because I don't know if they we can just say we have other business partners. Okay. Right. I mean, you could ask the question again. We could explain it again, because I'm sure we'll be interested <laughs> yeah. to hear. Maybe don't talk about yours and Sherry's, because it hadn't even really started all the way yet. Just say it's in the... Work. Yeah. I'll, I'll, go I'll, with the four. I'll explain what we're working on, but it's really okay, short. I'm opening across the street, so this is going to be a little bit. So it's going to be six. <laughs> it's probably going to be 20 by the time we but. Yeah, it's. Where do you guys find the money to do this? <laughs> work real hard. Work real hard and reinvest Are you at ourselves? least making money now that you can say we're making money? Are we just pay ourselves as employees? Salary? Really? Okay. Yeah. And so that's so, how you build a business really quick. Right. Yeah. Give me the. I want separate answers here. What's your background? My background? Are we recording right now? Yeah, we're, we're oh. going for like three or four minutes. <laughs> you edit any of this? I, I can. Okay. I usually don't. But, okay. but yeah, those names, yeah, we'll... we'll okay. Garrett and Blank. Sometimes so, I get a little... Yeah. So my background, um, yeah, yeah. I was an electrician. Uh, I went to college temporarily for marketing and history. And I, I mean, I, I got a lot of different things I'm like I'm interested in. Um, Geography, political geography is my big passion, but I really got to be an electrician, didn't enjoy it. Um, I mean, it was it was good, but I mean, the pay back then wasn't very good. And I uh, got into textbooks, and that was a really, really profitable thing, but I mean, it's not anymore. It's kind of gone off the radar now. So when you say you got into textbooks, you just got into selling textbooks for, like, schools? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, selling uh, textbooks for schools, uh, buying and reselling with bookstores, and... Um, Basically, we were a uh, middleman for the bookstores. And so. so so that would be where, like, if the college people couldn't afford to get brand-new textbooks, mm-hmm. they would come to you with just, like, a second-hand yeah. thrift shop. Or if they couldn't find them because we gotcha. also deal, uh, deal in a lot of specialized books, like older editions and stuff like that that were no longer in the market. Yeah. We would try to go contact other colleges that had those older editions to resell to other schools. Gotcha. So, um, we found a niche in that market, but that's kind of out of the – out of the question now because it's you know it's a dead industry with the uh, all digital it's been forced so we stepped out of that last year and uh, so we decided to just go ahead and just do a retail store and we want to uh, since we did a lot of work with Amazon already um, we decided to go and do liquidation with them and so uh, now we have a uh, massive uh, you know store and facility where we're expanding the business uh, at a pretty massive rate been pretty exciting to watch it grow so quick we only we went from about five employees to 35 in about one year you know so. what's cool about southbound both of you is mm-hmm. wiggins needed something like mm-hmm. like that yeah like it, you know like because it's just what do you consider southbound to, how do you categorize that because it's not a thrift store but it's also not it's i would consider it it's a, like a goodwill for rich people yeah <laughs> it's a high-end um 
It's more, I guess it's more of a high-end discount store is what I consider. I'd say it's like a mix of like, like a, a fancy Maxx. dirt cheap and a TJ Maxx with more variety and lower prices. And it smells better. And it smells much better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, we have, we have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of following with that. Um, I mean, we just opened a year ago and we have about, what, 15, 16,000 Facebook followers. Southbound just opened a year ago? Yeah, about a year, really? year and a year half and ago. A half. Year and a half. So right, we it opened right before that, the yeah. pandemic started. Yeah. And then we had to pretty much close, except we didn't close. We had to do a lot, we had to adjust. Yeah. So we started doing sales on Facebook and putting together like little packages for people to come pick up to like entertain their right, kids right. and whatever and then people were doing online orders and it turned into a thing and now Sherry everybody knows and loves Sherry she's our face of the business and does all the lives all the marketing okay she's that's who you're talking amazing. about yeah. yes that's Got the you. Sherry okay yeah. everybody loves Sherry I'm good and with faces not names pretty yes yeah, and she way. has <laughs> just like it turned into a it started out with just people picking stuff up you know, because mm-hmm. you weren't supposed to be around people. Yeah, curbside <laughs> pickup. Was curbside the big... pickup, and then it turned into online orders and holds, and then we ended up having to have a holds area, and then make tickets for it, and it just evolved and turned into this thing. And then I was getting ready to go back to the retreat because we were getting ready to reopen, and it was like, well, somebody's got to do all this. So then Sherry came in and took it and ran with it, and it is like a huge like, and she even helps us at Crate and Pallet. And does our marketing and social media stuff there too? Because she is just so good at it. Yeah. So what she did was she kind of branched it out more than what you could do. Like right. I was doing it to we keep face. the business, you know, help keep yeah. the business going during the pandemic, and also keep myself from going crazy because the retreat was closed and. I wasn't trying to stay home with all the kids every day. <laughs> so I was like, let me come up here and see what I can do. Yeah. And we generated a lot of income from it. And it turned out to be a really cool thing. And now Sherry just took it and made it even more awesome. And people buy stuff online every single day still. And it's crazy. We can't have like a website because everything changes so quickly. Right. But she makes the post and people, you know, leave their PayPal or whatever to claim and okay. buy their thing. Okay. And then they put it in a holding area and they have like three days to pick it up. And it's really cool. Yeah, it's been a big hit. And then uh, also with uh, the two stores combined, it's we've actually decided, I mean, we did that. Uh, we did like a liquidation sale. It started out in the for back Crate and Palette. Yeah. It started out. An idea, Sherry actually had the first idea, and I make sure I tell everybody that, that she actually, it was her idea to do the liquidation sale. She was like, I don't really know all the details of how we should do it, but I know it would be really cool. Let's do it. So I kind of jumped in with it, and me, her, and Laura, and Christina just kind of planned out this big parking lot sale just to kind of see what would happen. We had seen different bin stores. You did that first at Southbound. Yeah, Yeah. we did it at Southbound. Right. And so we did it in the parking lot, and it was really good we didn't really know what we were doing but it was insane (laughs) and we all were like okay so that was on sunday and then monday me laura jared and i think sherry and christina were there too we sat down and we're like well that went really good blah 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 by the end of the day we had gotten the building next door and decided to open a business the whole crate and pellet came from that so we were like let's just open a store and so what that is is basically you buy bulk from Amazon or whatever mm-hmm. and then you sell it for cheap. Yeah, yeah. We just well, so we process it really quickly. Um, we have a warehouse manager and we have 
an assistant manager, I guess you would call her. Okay. And then Laura and myself are there during the week, and we process out the inventory. We take out anything that's obviously broken or gross looking, yeah. and but it's a really quick process so that we can keep the prices low. Um, but everything's like two hundred dollars down retail price. But the most you ever pay for it is twenty dollars. So every two hours we do a price drop. So depending on when you come, that's how much you pay and whatever's left. So there could be a $200 item that people just didn't you see or whatever. And you can get it for five bucks, yeah. $2 if it's still there. I mean, we've had $900 so kind of items. We've had. Because I tell people like, depending on how bad you want it, how many we have is kind of what you want to pay for. If we've got 50 of them and you're like, oh, I really want it, I'm going to pay $20. But if we've got, you know, 20 of them, and you're like, well, I don't really want, I don't know. Let me see yeah. if it's still here later. You may get it for 10 or 5 but it's kind of like a gamble. You know, and people love it. It's so fun. because, And we have a lot of people that come that are resellers. So they come in, and they'll buy all this stuff, and then they can resell it, and they're making so much money online. And we're, like, happy for them because we're, sell, we're doing what we're doing and selling our stuff. And then these other businesses are building their business through us, you know, people are like, y'all don't care that people come and resell it. I'm like, uh, no, that's part of this is our business. This is our business. As long as we get rid of what we have, we're excited for people to go do whatever they want with it. I don't care if you sell it for eight million dollars. You gave us our twenty dollars. That was our goal. We're done. You know. What was crazy was, I remember, because you haven't been open with the new one, Crate Pat Long. Like, not even a month. Not even and a month. it's only on Saturday. And it's only on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. There were people, I had to run to Gulfport one morning. There were people outside at 5 o'clock yes. in the morning, and it doesn't open till 9 o'clock. Yeah. And I'm like, to get a pair of AirPods? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is no way. Yeah. But how you also did it was smart, mm-hmm. because I was there first day it opened. It was crazy. Crazy. I mean, it was like anxiety attack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, are here. And, but what you did was you got on the thing, and you were like, hey, look, the price drops in this time, so in 30 minutes you have to get in line. Because, and I thought that was smart, mm-hmm. because me, I would have just been like, I'll just hold all this until the right, $10. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And that's what people were going to, I bet you 90% of them were going to do that. We're going to be like, yes. you know, I'm just going to wait around maybe an hour or two mm-hmm. and get this for five instead yeah. of 20. Yeah. But I like how you we're did like, it because no. it was smart. Well, Close down the whole store. Yeah. Because here's my <laughs> thing. yeah, and you kicked everybody outside. Yeah, <laughs> because here's the thing. We want people to get really good deals, but we also want it to be fair for people. And you don't so want just, ball hogs. Like some yeah. people yeah. may have, a lot of disposable income so they can come in and just buy up all this stuff mm-hmm. but then you got you know let's just say like regular income people that are trying to get stuff that can't afford stuff that you know, like diapers and stuff that, that are trying to get stuff that they can use or want or put up for a christmas gift or whatever so we don't want it to be where people come in and hoard up all this stuff and then put it all back right before they leave and then come in and get it for 10 like yeah. we want everybody to get a good deal but we try to make it fair for everybody we don't sell anything before we open. Like, we don't allow our employees to shop before. We don't, I don't even let my mama come in and buy stuff before. I re- we don't. We, we said we have, Laura and I decided we had to have an ethical and moral code that we went by, and we cannot break it yeah. because it's not fair and it would compromise the integrity of our business. Yeah, we and don't even be get able ourselves. To tell. If we want items, like, it's really hard. Like, I wanted AirPods, I didn't touch the AirPods. Yeah, I don't have, I don't own AirPods. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. yeah. that, and we've had people offer we us like a hundred dollars for yeah. items, people and we're like, like "I'll no, pay 
20 you bucks. extra if you let me get these early. And I'm like, that's not the point. That's not how it works. Like, yeah. we want it and to be. And I respect be, you for that because yeah. you could easily say. Easily make yeah. 20. Yeah. I mean, but, 80 bucks. <laughs> right. But it's that's not the point right. of right. the yeah. store. Yeah. You and know? we got a reputation on the line. If we do that and then word gets out. I mean, oh, you would be able to tell. Yeah. Because if they came in and there was nothing, which shipments vary. Sometimes we have so many good, flashy, exciting items that you just really want. But then, like, this last Saturday, it was a lot more practical things. We had tons of diapers and baby stuff. And, like, the moms were like, yes, let's buy it all out, you know. But then we had other people that were like, yeah, I don't really see too much I want this time. You know, they want the more flashy thing. And we're learning as we go because some shipments are amazing. Like, this shipment for this weekend is going to be really good. Last week was good, but it was different. So every week is something different. What are you getting for... Crate and pallet. Are you also getting that from the same people that supply for Southbound? Uh, yes, we have we have a contract. So it's the same distributors, okay. yeah. but Southbound is a completely different company right, than Crate right. and Pallet. Yeah. Okay. So we do all our own purchasing. We do all our own things, but we have distributors that are the contracts. same. But we need different things for the different Got stores. Okay. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. So, like, yeah, like Crate what and Pallet we get is, for Crate is, and Pallet it's online customer returns. That are shelf pulls. Yeah, okay, that's what that is. Yeah. Okay, got you. And so the Crate and Fallout is more customer returns. Southbound Overstock is, I'd say, 95% is all brand new items that right. are overstock or fell off the conveyor belt right. at the warehouse and they just write it off, say, hey, look, or the they, box is bent. There or it just got lost. Bit. Like yeah. it just lost its barcode. They didn't know where it went. They're like, hey, let's just throw that liquidation, get this to, let's get it out of here. And so that's where we come into play. We just take every single truckload out of uh, a facility out of uh, Copel, Texas. and. A lot of what we get at Crate and Pallet, too, is, like, damaged boxes. Like, if the box is messed up or Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, Shelf pulls, like, so they have, like, a expiration on the shelf. If it's been up there for three months, they have to pull those. Mm -hmm. and Or if something happens in a warehouse and they have to get rid of everything. So we get that kind of stuff. Some are customer returns, but I wouldn't say it's the majority. No, I would, it's, it's a good majority, but it's really, it's good stuff, though, because it's like, oh, it was undeliverable. Um, it would be considered undeliverable items and stuff just, like that. You never know. Yeah, you it's just crazy. never know. Okay. It's exciting. So you started a textbook thing. Mm-hmm. Then time changed, of course, and we went all technical. Mm-hmm. What was the next step there? Um, and the textbook company itself? Laura uh, had started buying and reselling online. Yeah, she was She's buying and resell- where reselling all that inventory. Started with <laughs> so this Laura you're talking about, are you good friends? Who is this Laura chick? Okay, so we have an interesting story. Okay. So Laura... Take and, 76, this is a better version. Yeah, Laura <laughs> and Jared were actually married, um, and that's where they started the college textbook company. And then after, once they divorced, they remained business partners and obviously family. They had two children together. And then I come in the picture, and we all are one big, happy co-parenting family. And Laura and I have a business together. Jared and Laura have a business together. Me and Jared have a business together. We are like, we got mine, yours, ours, all of us. Everybody's involved with everything, and we just, the way we put it is we're all on the same team. So why not work hard, work together to make it work for everybody? And we're all really good at different things, and it's just some people find it, they're like, whoa, what? And then when I explain it like that, they're like, oh, wow, that's cool. We all actually all work together. And I'm like, we're on the same team. We all want to win, and we're really all good at business together. So 
you know, people are like, I could never do it. And I'm like, yeah, you can. You can definitely co-parent and you can be business ego. partners. Yes. Yeah. I'm not saying it's always been easy for all of us, but we make it work and we all get along really well and work hard to respect each other. And we're real good at business together. So why not? Obviously. It'd be crazy to not simply because people might think it's a little different. So it's it's who cares what people think. It's really yeah. for the I mean we the kids see it and they can understand that you know we get along and yeah they that. don't. And that's the most important thing yeah. that you yeah. can say. Mom and Dad didn't hate each other. You, you yeah. know what I mean? We all get yeah. along. We we'll, you know we get together outside of work and business stuff too. You know we'll all take the kids and go do stuff and we're just a big family. Like I said, we're all on the same team. So make it work and make money doing it. So what came <laughs> first? The Spa or Southbound? The spa. Uh, the spa came first. That started in, I think it was November of 2008. What? I'm sorry, 2018. Sorry. <laughs> 2018. Yeah. Um, I'm still 10 years ahead. Or yeah. <laughs> 10 years so behind. I'm from Wiggins. Yeah. And then I moved away to South Carolina and came back. I started doing hair in like 2007. So I've been doing hair a long time. And I did hair in Wiggins. Then I moved away and I worked with Aveda and trained in South Carolina and stayed up there for about five years. So when I came back here to Wiggins, I started just kind of doing my regular people on the side and, you know, thinking about it. I'm like, we don't have any, like, spa-type things here. So We don't have a lot of anything here. Hey, it's getting better. It's getting there. Um, and so Jared encouraged me to let us just open the retreat, like a full-service salon and day spa. And so we did, and it has went well. We have a float tank, massage therapy, skincare, hair care, sauna, pretty much everything. So in that little building. Hey, that, that building is pretty big. Is have you been really? in it? Yeah. It's no. big. I've only seen it from yeah, the outside. About three thousand square feet. Really? Yeah. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. Yeah, wow. we have two massage therapy rooms. We have a huge sauna. We have a float tank room. We have a spa lounge. That's something I'm not we have a big hair area. Skincare. We got it's all kind fun. of stuff in Lock there. Once in the you get dark, in there. In the water. No, 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 it's actually, uh, believe it or not, actually the float tank was uh, something that was like, we, I always, whenever I do something in business or anything, I always try to, you know, do something out of the ordinary because when you stick, you know, you stick yourself out there and you're out of the ordinary, people get like excited. They feel like there's something exciting happening. Um, and it could be something as simple as something that nobody's ever heard of. The um, float tank. The float tank. I mean, I did not agree that we should get that because it was a huge investment, and I was like, no, yeah. that's dumb. Nobody's going to do it. And now I'm like, okay. What happens if people don't float? Like people like my oh, side, you, you don't have. See. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you don't have an option. Yeah, there's it's, 900 oh, really? pounds it's about 33 percent okay. sold. Okay. There's people okay. that have gotten in that are four times your size that float, and they love it because. You know, even like big, tall, like men or women that can't really relax in like a bathtub. Yeah. You know, you can get in there. And it's kind of like what the, uh, the the bodybuilder type of they, they use. Yeah, if yeah. you're if you're like you know if you're solid muscle, you know muscle sinks. If you're solid muscle, you're gonna float. It doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. you it's will be nine hundred pounds of Epsom salt. Yeah. Like there's no option but to float. And everybody gets freaked out. It's a small little tiny thing. It's like okay, people have been in this before, but it's self cleaning. It's salt it kills everything. I mean, you could. It is pretty big people think it's yeah. like the size of a tandem bed i'm like no <laughs> when you get in there and see it's like it's really big yeah it's it's actually really big it's about seven feet 
by about four feet on the inside. So okay. it's a pretty large capsule. And um, you lift up that lid at any time. It just opens yeah, right up really easy. In. You you're can not turn the in. light on. You can turn music on. You can yeah. get in and out. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. It's not, not as scary as it sounds. Yeah, yeah. But we have it's a lot of people that are claustrophobic that get in there and they say, oh, this isn't bad at all. It's actually extremely large. And um, it, it's, it's a fun little experience. Uh, we had the first one in South Mississippi. And um, I don't know if there's any. I think there's the first one. first float tank? Float yeah. Tank. Okay. I think yeah. there's okay. one in Jackson. Hattiesburg, I think. I think there's one in Hattiesburg now. Is it? Yeah, there's one in Hattiesburg. Um, but it's uh, it's definitely something that you just don't see anywhere. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to have that, give somebody uh, some, you know. Jared wanted to have it. But now I'm glad we did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, that's so too Was that weird. the big bringer in? Yeah, that was his idea. And mm -hmm. I was like, nobody's going to do that. It's so weird. But people love it. And it's fun. It is weird. And it's different. But it's very relaxing and therapeutic. So. Yeah, and it's actually one of the best things followed by a massage. You get that followed yeah. by a massage. It feels like... You just oh you allow gosh. people to drive oh home. <laughs> they I can know. sit in the spa. I'll be honest. I, I was bit. feeling a little bit loose after. I was like, man, this is the most relaxed I've ever been in my life. I was like, because all the Epsom salt it relaxes your muscles. Then you're getting massaged, and you just feel like jelly. You need a nap. Like, so, you so are you guys like healthy people? Oh. Try to stay healthy. No. Uh, no. <laughs> no we, <laughs> we should. Yeah, we no. don't. You guys are like, no. No. Guys are like, no, so, like, no I just, that's what happens when you have all these businesses and all these kids. You forget to eat. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you forget to eat, and then you just go so sick in your stomach. You're like, why am I sick? And you're uh, like, I, I don't eat forget today. to eat. Well, I mean, actually, I'm, uh, I, I realized uh, recently I've started gaining weight pretty quickly, but when I stay focused on working, I don't eat anything. I, you know, I stay pretty healthy weight. And Speaking um, for himself, I eat. I'm a fine time. Yeah. But uh, I remember back in the day, I used to make, whenever, every, I used to think every hour I didn't work, that's uh, one hour I'd. You know, have to make more money, and so I just work, 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 work. And but I mean, that's why we go on so many vacations. That's the only time we go on a lot of vacations. We do. Yeah, we we do. work hard so we can play hard. Yeah, that's right. But when we're home, it's pretty much constant work and kids. Yeah. You know, so it's busy, busy. But we enjoy it. We have a lot more things up our sleeves too. Oh, yeah, Lots we got of all things kinds of plans for the future for we, Wiggins for yeah. sure. We're excited. Um, yeah, we're really excited about that. Um, we don't go broadcast it because I'm like, obviously a business. You don't want to just let everybody know your idea. Somebody's going to take it. Somebody's going to take <laughs> yep, it. Yep. Um, I did that one time, and I will mm -hmm. never do that again. Yeah. Like, I just said something, and it was just like, open it in three weeks. And I'm like, yeah. wait a second. should have got that copyright. I should have copyrighted that thing. Well, I mean, and the thing is, if somebody else does it, um, we found, you know, there's other businesses that are doing what we're doing. But if you do it better, um, we found out that you always want to be the best at what you do. Um, and you take criticism, you know, in a positive manner. Yeah. Um, we get lots of suggestions. We try different things. We're always learning and trying something new. And like at Crate and Palette, we've been switching stuff up a lot, just going off of, like, feedback from other people. And we tell yeah. our people that have been there every week, we're like, hey, if you have suggestions, let us know. We'll try it. Or if we see, like, okay, it's a little congested here. Let's move this around. Like, we're always, with everything, evolving and changing and trying something new. Like That's what I found we, when I went the first day to Crate and Palette Open was it was just, Congested. Yeah, and I was like, so you know what? People. This is not even worth it. So I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna yeah. walk out. <laughs> yeah, it, it is not for everybody. We are very well aware of that. Um, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of inventory. But we've made a lot of changes in the, you know, four weeks that we've been open, and we're only open on Saturday. So it's four Saturdays we've only had to learn, you know. And but so, do you find that a positive or a negative? You only open one day a week. Positive. Really? For oh sure. yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, we, we were going to do it uh, about five days, four to five days a week. And then we were like, you know what? Let's just do it one day. You don't have to have employees all day, every yeah. day. You don't got to watch them, you know, deal with customers every day. Deal with one day a week and then you're done. Um, and I feel like we may exciting. make, we may make more, more if we do it through the week. But the thing is, it's a lot less stress on us and our employees. Yeah. But I think so. they could also bring in more people. Because it's like, don't open one day, so we have to it's go. It's one day a week. You know we better I mean? get like, here when we're open. Because yeah. it's not like Walmart or Goodwill or whatever. And it's like, yeah. this will be here silent. Wednesday. This will be here Wednesday. So there's no need me come on Sunday. Yeah. But then that is just like. And if you stick around all day, you know, hey, that item might be there. So people will sit there and watch a certain item. Yeah, and that's and what's they fun about two, it. Like, if you want something, but you don't, you know, you're not going to be completely disappointed if it's not you there. You can wait. It. Yeah. Well, people try it. Lots of people try that. Yeah. And we'll have people hold things and then put it all in a stack. And we're like, oh, yeah. you can't do that. Yeah. Make it fair we for make, everybody. We, we, we have a lot of eyes out there. And so it's, uh, it's and we have security every Saturday. We yeah. have a security officer there watching and yeah. making sure because, you know, just trying people to do what we can do. People fight at Black Friday, so why aren't they yeah. going to fight? And we haven't yeah. had any major issues. Everybody's been really nice. You know, we've had some people come in there like, this is not for me and leave. And we totally get that. But then we have the people that just love it, and they come mm. in for the first time. They're like, "Oh my gosh, I can have a!" I had a lady Saturday. She found all kind of like baby stuff for such good deals, and she was like, "Thank you so much." And I was like, "That's so sweet." She's acting like I gave it to her. I'm like, "Ma'am, you're paying for this, but you're welcome." So yeah. it's sweet. People are excited and to have the opportunity to get such good deals. I think it's funny because you know we're small business, and everybody's just saying like, "Oh, it's like Black Friday." I'm like, "No, it's every Saturday." Or, you know, I was saying uh, Crate and Pal, or every Saturday Small Business Saturday. It's always a deal every Saturday, and it's. It's it's like it really is like a Black Friday or Small Business Saturday kind of environment. I mean, it's 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 exciting. It really is. I bought so. a. Uh, I've been going on like these five dollar pair of headphones, and so uh -huh. when I went there, the, was it the first week or the second week? I uh -huh. haven't been since, but I went. And I felt these. They were like Beats, but they were like the the expensive off brand of Beats, Ooh, uh -huh. yeah. and they were like three hundred and ninety nine dollars, mm -hmm. and I got them for yeah. twenty bucks. And I was yeah. Like, yeah. You think I'm crazy if I'm not going to grab these? <laughs> yeah, and there's stuff like that people just overlook because they don't know it's expensive. And we have two right. testing stations so. in the back with battery, every kind of battery and plug-ins and USB, you know, things. Mm. And we tell people, open it, check it. We don't want people to yeah. buy things that don't work. Or another thing you got to watch because some of it is returns. The box will say one thing. And you think it's new? Well, you better open it up and check because somebody will pull a little switcheroo on you, and then you'll get home and be like, "What? <laughs> I bought an empty box." That actually did happen to somebody, and I felt so bad. But we announce it. We have it everywhere. We're like, "Please check it. We do not want you to buy something it's that like doesn't those work." People that would buy stuff like a, a vacuum or something at Walmart and then return it with rocks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised yeah. what people will return. It is insane. I'm like, yeah. why would you do that? Yeah. There's <laughs> but always something. If we can some tell. Story. We obviously pull it, but we can't catch everything, and that's how we're able to put it out quickly and well, at the price point. Yeah. So yes, we usually have about five about, to eight thousand items. I think it's about a week. four, four. I think it's five thousand about a week. It's which is still five a to lot. eight, depending. And you, do you yeah. always? What do you do with the stuff that doesn't ever sell? So like, we never put out the same things from the, another ship. Like we don't recycle items. Okay. So what we do at the end of the day, we sort through it. if it's trash, if it's broken, if it's missing pieces, we get rid of it. If it's something that can be used or would sell at like a flea market, we put it in a big pallet box and we sell the pallets. Okay. So we sell gotcha. a huge box full so you of stuff, sell like a depending on what it is. This much. Well, we yeah. sell like a huge pallet box, yeah. and okay. um, you know, depending on what's in it, we'll do like fifty bucks, seventy-five dollars, and we 
if we ever have enough of them, we have talked about doing like a pallet auction one night a week, uh, one night a month or something like that. But right now we have people asking about them just randomly and they want to buy them. So right. we've just been turning them out. We're like, okay, this is what we have. They'll kind of glance through it and they're like, okay, sure. So it works for us. It works for them. You don't want to throw away perfectly good stuff, but we don't want to put right. it out again because people don't want to start seeing the same yeah, stuff you recycled. The same stuff and you can tell. Yeah. Our people that come every week. So we put everything out at the beginning. We don't pull stuff throughout the day. So just because a $300 item is still there at $5, we're not going to take it and put it out next week. You can get it for $5 because that's the whole point. I mean, being honest, everyone, you're like, dang, that didn't sell. That was, that was worth $20. I'm like, I don't want to sell that for 5 But you do, and it's somebody gets a really good deal, and they're excited. We don't put out more stuff later. We just It's all out there. And then at that point at the end, are you allowing your customers and yourself to figure out what you want? Or not, or is it, or is that still the, is that still the rule? Well, because they can't come before, but can they do it afterwards? Every once in a while, we will. Like the other day, like this past Saturday, there was a Paw Patrol dress that was left, and we were going to put it in a pallet. And our youngest baby has recently decided she loves Paw Patrol, and it was her size. I'm sorry. So I was like, I, feel I was like, okay. <laughs> so instead of, well. <laughs> I was like, instead of putting this in the, you know, pallet, maybe I'll take it to her. Little stuff like that. But for the most part, we really try, unless it's something we need for the business. Yeah. Because that would be crazy. But yeah. otherwise, we just box it all up and send it and sell it in a pallet. And people love it. It's exciting for the the people that have bought them so far. They're like, man, I make so much money off of this. And we're like, awesome. Because we don't have to deal yeah. with it. We don't waste it. You know, we're not going to throw perfectly good stuff in the trash. But it didn't sell at our business, our setup. It's not what our people wanted. If it's something you got other people that want it, do it. Plus, how long would you be in business if you were reselling everything? Exactly. If yeah. you came just looking and every, you're like, now sometimes we get repeats of stuff. Like, there's a plug-in blow dryer round brush thing, and I thought at our Wiggins Walmart, it's $58. We get those a lot. Apparently, they're TikTok famous is what I've been told. And that's why we're getting so many of them, because they had so many of them. And people love them. And I have been wanting one for myself, but I've yet to do it. I said, if there's one left, at the end of the day, <laughs> one day, I'm taking it. No, there's not. So Never. far, there has not been. But I'm like, I really want one of those for myself. And then when I saw it at Walmart, I was like, oh, $58. Because somebody told me they were like, these are like $60. And I was thinking, okay, yeah, right. No, they really are, $58. And I was like, and we get a ton of them. So some people buy them at $20. Some people don't know what they are and wait, and they'll get it for five. Uh, people have bought them for $2. I'm like, just check it, make sure it works. It's good to go. It's crazy. It's exciting. A few I more love questions a good deal. As we, let, as we wind down. We were going on about a half an hour. Uh, <laughs> I made a joke on Facebook a couple of weeks ago that it was kind of like, you know, parenthood is not the hardest job, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I wonder. How do you guys deal? Do you obviously you probably get hate or I went to the store yesterday and it was just whatever. So how do you deal with that? You um, just delete the comment off the poster. And I mean, if it's like a very like specific instance, like uh, like say for instance at Southbound, once in a while, you let people say, "Oh, I didn't find good deals." Um, we have a lot of people that actually go into the wrong store. They'll go into Two Fat Friends, which is they they have full retail prices. Now that place is expensive. Yeah, it's well, expensive. Well, they, they have artists. They have artists. Yeah. You know, that's a whole it's different a, thing. It's not it's a discount not, store. Yeah, yeah, it's not a no. discount store. And so. I'll look at the comments sometimes or the reviews, and I'm like, that, they didn't go to our store, obviously, yeah. because I mean, we I'm price like, everything. Impossible. Unless it's a mistake, we price everything about. 20 to 80 percent off of retail so we right. look at the lowest price online on amazon walmart uh 
eBay, or not, not but eBay, but I mean. Not just, everybody's going to like everything you yeah. do, and that's okay. I don't yeah. like everything everybody else does. But you, you know, take that's it, what makes the world go around. Everybody's got to be different. Yeah. yeah you um, take it and make it positive, because if you get some, if you get a negative comment on Google or something like that, that says, hey, this place wasn't, it's not like it was what I was expecting. You got to be okay. So we need to up our quality. We got to up. We got to make ourselves. But better. also inventory yeah. varies, and we can't control that. We're learning, and a lot of times we don't know until we get it. So as much of the good, exciting, great things that we get, we get a bunch of junk sometimes too, and we have to deal with that. Yeah. So sometimes if the shelves are looking a little bare, it's because our shipments were yeah, not great. You know, good. it's just. Part of, but not everybody's going to understand that, and that's okay. They don't have to. Yeah, like the last so we just have to roll with it, not get our feelings hurt, make changes where we can, adjust, evolve. Yeah. That's what we do. The last month has been pretty dead on the inventory, but right now we just got like 10 freight trucks this in. This week should be it looks amazing. really, really good. You just, it's up and down throughout the year. You just never know what you're going to get. And we're still yeah. really new into all these businesses, so we're learning too. You mm -hmm. know, So we can't expect everybody to be happy and love it all the time because we don't even love it all the time. Sometimes yeah. we get shipments and we're like, ugh, why? What is this? We don't want it. Yeah. Nobody wants this, you know? And that's just part of it. So we try to, but honestly, we don't have too many people that are super negative and mean to our faces anyway or on social media. A lot of times people are really nice and understanding and um, we have had some things and we try to look at that and think, okay, why did they feel that way? What could we do a little different? Or is it just one of those things that this is not for that person? Because sometimes that's just what it is. This is not the type of place for them, and that's okay. Yeah. You know? Can't win them all. Yeah, it's kind of like, like if I go in there, I'd be like, is that a little expensive? But then you're like, no. Because if you look at it, you're like, 30 for that. Then you just go, you're like, get that online cheaper. And you're like, it's actually 45. Right. And mm -hmm. you can actually get it today for yeah. this. You yeah. Know, it's just the and perspective And the biggest of, thing at is. Crate and Palette is that we're trying to get people, and the more people come, the more they understand, not everything's worth $20. Yeah. Some of the stuff I would not pay $20 for. Like, I have somebody say, you really expect me to pay $20 for this box of chips? I'm like, well, I personally would not do that. If I, I said, if you want to buy that box of chips for $20, we will take your $20. But if I were you, I'd wait and come back later and buy it for like 5 or $2 if it's still right. here. Yeah. Because that's a good deal. I was like, don't pay $20 for a $15 box of chips. <laughs> you know, like, and that stuff you just, people will learn as they go. And some yeah. people love it. They plan to come there all Saturday or they'll go do other stuff and come back and we do have a little area that's like a self-serve coffee bar and we have snacks and places to yeah. sit in a restroom so people can make a day out of it and get but it's something it's this a different take all day it's look. a different yeah. concept it's so people have to kind of learn but then we have so much good stuff that at the ten and five dollar they're still going to be super expensive stuff because there's no possible way people can get all of the good stuff at twenty dollars you only have yeah. two hours oh and one big thing that we're doing i we should kind of mention is uh we're doing christmas in july oh, yeah. july 25th where it's at Crazy everywhere oh, okay. it's going to yeah. be the whole area okay. right yeah. there it's okay. going to be super fun we're in the yeah. early stages of planning it and setting up vendors and we got getting santa claus growing his beard out right now <laughs> <laughs> so all the kids that missed early. pictures with santa for it's covid really they get to get a picture with santa during july christmas and yeah it's gonna be a just really make it, fun you know, thing make it a so fun exciting deal. i don't know when this podcast airs but if there's any vendors or local businesses that want to get involved in that they can shout out to us sherry's making lists of vendors and we're right working on all that yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, come, what set I'm gonna do. you yeah. come set up and do a live podcast yeah, all there day. You go. 
That's a lot. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, I think we have kicker. Could you some hodgepodge shirts and sell them. I know kicker one away. You could do all kind of fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're gonna have like kicker one away. They're gonna have a thing going there that weekend. You should too. do a, a contest, do like make a thing where people fill out like what their awesome story would be for you to feature, and you'll read through them and pick one to feature. That'd be cool. Okay. Yeah. People I'll, have a lot of ideas and I'll, I'll make some ideas stories, and, and yeah, what do they think? we'll help you. You can come up with something to do. Look, we can, I'll come, come up with. Something. I can come up with. Something. I want to. I, I have my plan for this, and I was um, texting Shira with it last night. I was like, I need yeah. help. I don't know how to do this because yeah. I, I don't know how to do a lot of stuff, and I've just, yeah, you she, learn. she knows everything. She knows everybody in town. She okay. does. Yeah. So it's like, hey, point me to the people. Uh-huh. And my thing was, I love Halloween. Yeah. Me to me, too. that's my favorite. That's my me favorite too. holiday. Yeah. I love horror movies. <laughs> my thing was, I want to do a Halloween fright night. There you go. Okay, I'll help. I love. Like, I want to do Halloween fright night. And I, at first, it was like, you know, I wanted it to be an all-day kids thing, but then it's like, that's boring. Yeah. Yeah. We had that. You, you got to get some adults. Yeah. Had yeah. That. Like, yeah. sure, you can do it from this time to this time, but yeah. when dark hits, do it. Ages yeah. thirteen and up. Play yeah. horror movies. Get scary, yeah. Like, I, I have a friend, uh, he was uh, terrified. He was a horror clown. He kills people. And I'm yeah. like, I bet you I can get that guy down here in his makeup and scare the living shit out of these people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because that's just, I love that. I love yeah. I love the adrenaline feeling scared. So I'm like, I love Halloween, but I think I'm more on the kid end of it. Like, yeah. fun, cutesy yeah. costume. So I can help with the daytime activities. <laughs> that's fine. Hey, it's, it's all... Working I process. can help with the costumes and decorating and all that. I love doing that. It's gonna that take kind of a lot stuff. of time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love scaring you kids. You get local get the, businesses the to be. Um, yeah, that's what she was saying. That's what she was saying. She yeah. go out find support. Oh, and you know and we get all kind of stuff in at Sobo. We can start pulling like costumes and scary because we get some crazy okay. stuff in. We'll have to tell them to start pulling we'll, we'll, stuff. We'll work together and team up. Yeah, I bet. I something. bet closer time too. We'll be finding stuff at uh, Crate and Pallet. We get a lot of that kind of stuff in. So. I'll start pulling some okay, stuff you cool. might could use. Last couple Five questions. Machines. How the F do you pronounce your last name? <laughs> Obamsawin. Obamsawin. Yeah, just got, like it's spelled. I got a whole long story about just I don't myself, even know how it's spelled. <laughs> yeah, so my, name, my full name is Jared Wawasama Obamsawin. It's Native American. And so. He's the most blonde hair, blue eyed, pale Native American, American you'll yeah. ever see. Yeah, we, were, I mean, we lived up in the reservation up in Canada and New York and. Um, I mean, Crazy. I didn't believe in yeah. someone saw it So are you myself. from here or Canada? Uh, well, I'm a dual citizen. And okay. So I'm, uh, I lived, I grew up in Oneida, New York, and uh, we lived up at the... I get the accent. You can, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you He's can, losing it a little. His, yeah. He has an identical twin. Oh, I go up there twin. and they say I have a southern accent now. Um, oh. Yeah. His but, identical twin is actually I mean, flying in tomorrow, and he I'm still has the... He yeah. sounds more New York than... Oh, yeah. I, I didn't tell anybody I'm flying my identical twin. I'm going to send him to work tomorrow. Trick everybody. Does he, does he, like, They're you say identical. identical. They look uh, we, just oh. alike. Because you see identical and, like, <laughs> one's taller. No. No, no. We, mm-hmm. we like, 100% <laughs> identical. Like, you, if I walk in there, I get confused in pictures of myself and him. Really? I'm that identical. I mean, I'll be like, is that me or you? Like, and I don't, you don't have twins. <laughs> Uh, no. Do you have twins? No. No, 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 no. Did your brother have twins? No. No. But my grandparents and my cousins are. That's his brother. They look Jeez. so much You may alike. have just a little more hair, but I don't think you can no, tell. I don't had, think you'd be able he's to He's had a hair transplant yeah, surgery had, since then. <laughs> we they both, both have had hair transplant surgery. Same, we both had hair transplant surgeries at the same time. Before their surgery. Whoa, now which one's which now? Oh, yeah, that's the picture. Uh, I think that one's Jerry. Yeah, that's Jerry. <laughs> she had to think about okay. it. <laughs> now, when you show me that one, I, I agree. You can yeah. tell when you. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was our little picture. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's. You should do that if you would be like, hey, Jared, come here. I don't know nothing mm-hmm. about this. And they're like, 
Would you own this place, bro? <laughs> yeah, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna pull some tricks on him. I've already I haven't told everybody intentionally. I haven't even told my kids. Yeah. I think she did by mistake, but yeah, that, um, that's that's not. They're identical. Yeah. So yeah, we, we've uh, we've we used to pull tricks switching, you know, in classes because we had different homerooms growing up. And, and we, now that would yeah. be fun. Now yeah. that would be fun. I'll tell you what, I jumped out of that really quick. I was we bailed so quick because we had to do tests and we were different homerooms, so we oh. didn't no idea what the other one was studying, and so we're like, oh no, <laughs> so we just bailed. We're like, I'm I'm the wrong twin. <laughs> I don't want to mess up his test, and I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So. But it was funny. We did it, and uh, we, you know, we're we're really well known for how alike we look. I, so. I bet. It's crazy. Because some identical twins don't look him? much alike. No, well, that's, that's his brother. brother. That's wow. Now that one, that one, and the one with you two right side by side is crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we're like <laughs> spitting it. Literally identical. <laughs> it's so crazy. I All right, Heather, I got a personal question for you. What's up? You have a bull ring, right? Is that what that thing's called? Because <laughs> it's I called a septum. A septum. That yeah. has to go through the cartilage. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. It doesn't go through no. those? Just below it. Uh-uh. They go below it. It hurts, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it hurts. But only for a few minutes. How long have you had that? Mm, probably four or five years. How long have you been married? Four or five she years. She, uh, oh, okay. she got it in summer of 2016. Because right before I met her, like so we've two been together like four or five years, yeah. yeah. We don't really keep up with all those dates. Years. I don't even know our wedding anniversary. When was it? October oh, something. October something. I figured y'all been together <laughs> longer than that. <laughs> No. No. I moved back. Oh, we've been together for five years. I was years, married. And I, I was I was calculating 10 years. Mm -mm. I was married, I and I moved back yeah. and got a divorce, and we met, and it was just yeah. over with. Yeah, we both got divorced about the same time. And then yeah, we, we got just, divorces around the same time and yeah. met, and I was like, what? And you we guys have a Hallmark yeah. story and a Hallmark <laughs> calendar yeah. to do it in. Yeah. And we're at they're a complete opposite. <laughs> well, She's yeah, like, like, I'm the blonde hair, blue-eyed Native American, and she's the dark yeah, you would dark, think I'd be the one <laughs> dark with hair, the, with dark, dark skin, we're like real different, girl from Mississippi. We're really no, that's good. true. Yeah. That is true. You would yeah. think that she would be Native American more than you would. Yeah, I that's mean, true. everybody thinks she's Armenian. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm like, no. <laughs> and so it's Just plain, I don't know. All right, yeah. last question. We're going on an hour here. Okay. Any advice for any people that want to start a business? What would you say... Is the best word of advice you can give. My biggest word of advice is if somebody tells you it's a bad idea, um, do it just anyway. Do it anyway, honestly. Don't um, listen to the shark tank. I've had people. family tell me, no, it's a terrible idea. The textbook industry, I've had family tell me this is the stupidest idea, like there's no money. And then, um, like, even this store, um, I've had people criticize me. We just made it like, uh, like a whole entire marketing plan. And people are like, oh, that's a really dumb idea. I don't think you're going to do well. And then just do it anyway. Don't listen do to what it. people just, say. Just yeah. Go with fun. what you know, what you and feel if it's like. Scary. It's do it anyway. Just probably do it. It's scary. If it's scary, you're probably on the right track because other people aren't doing it because they're scared. And right, another right. thing, and, and, so. and it's always like nervous. If mm -hmm. you're if you're nerves, then it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. You know, like, and don't believe what people say. Like oh, you got to have money to do that. You got to come no. some money to do that. I didn't. It's hard I work. I worked my tail yeah. off, and I opened my first business when I was 19. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I had no money, and I made it work. And anybody can do that. Literally was, anybody can do it. Yeah. But if you need help, let us know because I love to help people <laughs> do like, stuff like that. Like it's I, so exciting. Like it's not something to, you know, I'm not like saying like, but I used to live in a single wide trailer, a $6,000 trailer I bought yeah. it for. I mean, if I can come from that little yeah. thing and just in a matter of years, it's it's persistence. It's not just, yeah. I mean. Just there, don't listen to what people, I mean. There is luck involved just, sometimes, but the thing is you got to make that luck happen. 
Right. And people are like, oh, you're lucky. No, I'm not. I, I mean, I do we have work luck. work real hard. But you work hard, and you come at that luck. You can make the best of it. I don't believe in luck because I think it's you chose your that path, path yeah. to yeah. go. Like, yeah. It's all on your path. If you have bad luck, you just chose the wrong path. Like, yeah, I mean, it, it's and I say luck. It's more it. yeah. if you're coming along that path and you see something, that's that's your luck right there. I mean, you you go I'm not take that. Step over the hurdle. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you know, yeah. it's really a circle of like try fail, try fail, try fail, try 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 fail, 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 try try try. Nobody sees And then you succeed. You know what I mean? You know, no, and. And we, if you do fail, you make the best of it and learn from that. Man, I fail all so. the time. I don't know what I'm yeah. doing. I just make it up as I go and try something new and just keep going and just try something different. Try something new. And just stay true to what you know and yourself and how you feel. And be a good human goes a long way. Just being a good human. That's yeah. the most important thing. That's what I tell my kids. The most important job you have on earth is to be a good human. And I think if you do things with pure good intentions... It's going to work out. Even if it doesn't work out how you envisioned yeah. it in your mind, yeah. keep yeah. going because it's going to work out. Like, just do it. Don't listen to when people tell you, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. You don't have enough money. You don't have a degree. Yeah. You don't have this. You don't have that. So what, uh, Ann? Mm -hmm. You got the nerve to try it? Do it. Yeah. That's what most people don't have is that nerve. It's, it's funny because I was right out of high school, mm -hmm. 18, did this, started this. That was, I'm 23 now. So, you know what my check was last year for the podcast? <laughs> Twenty-seven dollars. There you go. Like, I'm not making nothing. If people hey. are like, you're making a kill. <laughs> no, but that one day last year didn't show nothing. Show twenty-seven dollars and like yeah. thirty something cents. And I'm but like, you work real hard because one day. Right, and that's that's the, that's the quote I leave, and I quote Mark Cuban on this all the time mm -hmm. because he's he's a billionaire. You want to yeah. be a billionaire, yeah. you know? And it's he always says, if you are doing something and making no money and you're working hard. Imagine what you're gonna do when you're making money at it. Yeah. yeah. And that sticks in the back of your mind. You're like, sure. oh, you weren't making nothing. Now, yeah. now you're profitable more than you were. Yeah. yeah. You know That's what I mean? Right. And so you just kept going. Keep going. Yeah. That's all you gotta do. Keep trying and trying and trying again. Don't give just, up. I mean, it's, and you're gonna have your down days. Everybody but it's one has day down days, man. So. Where you're like, what am I doing? Did I, I don't want to get out of bed today. Money? <laughs> oh, man, and I've, sometimes it's okay to not get out of bed for yeah. that. Just don't unpack and live there. Just yeah. take a little bit. You just visit. find a way. You just got to push through. I mean, I've had days where I'm like, man, I just feel like I'm down the dumps. And, you know, I haven't had one of those days in about five, six years. And ever since I stopped make, allowing myself to have bad days, I, I mean, my business has been thriving. Um, every day is a yeah, good day. Every day is not a good day. Not for me. I don't have that same mindset. Not every day is a good day, and that's okay. I take it my time. It doesn't matter yeah. how you see it. I take my time. I mean, business-wise. <laughs> I mean, you know, personally, you, you got to work through your problems with the business. you you got to make the best of what you got. And then also, I've actually had people tell me, um, why why do you want to be a bigger business? Why do you want to do better? I'm like, well, I don't necessarily want to. I, I feel like I'd be happy right where I'm at. Yeah. But the thing is, it's not fair to my employees if we don't grow. I'm trying to help families out. I'm trying to help people build a life for themselves, trying to make managers, trying to make... Man, we have awesome team like, members, too. That's how we're able to do it. It's everything. a mentality. Our team is, is so nice. good. Yeah. I mean, that's the yes. thing. Everybody is nice. We yeah. have so many And if we have toxic people, members. they're gone quick. Yeah. And so we... I, and it's not just saying that. Like, yeah. if you go to somebody outbound, wherever, mm -hmm. and you're like, hey, I need help. Mm -hmm. I help. And it's just yeah. like, Our team members treat it like it's their own business, and we treat them like they're the owners of the business too because we appreciate them and we know we couldn't do it without them you may be higher up but you're actually total like you know what yeah. i mean you're equal like but i said earlier up. we're all on yeah. the same team and we try yeah. to pay our employees well that's another thing that's very important for businesses to grow is it's hard to do that as a business owner because it's a lot of your budget but the thing is if you can make them 
you don't have to train new employees. You have people that are happier. Yeah. You have more. Uh, we we don't. Our, Once you're in with us, we want to yeah. keep you forever. <laughs> We're yeah. like we our, want it to yep. be your yeah. career. Yeah. Like we don't want you to leave. We have so many opportunities and different businesses and we plan to grow and change and evolve you know we want our people to be with us forever it's our team like we're all on the same team <laughs> no, you did good. i think i did pretty good i, I didn't say anything too I inappropriate so. but i don't you know, i don't know your personal so i don't really you know yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> see this is why it works out for us we, we got different real different opinions on things sometimes but um no i mean it's funny because we are opposites in a lot of ways and we also can't we check each other a lot and we, we communicate we have to keep a balance um, like Let's this morning, like we used to go eat, what is it, Waffle House every morning. We just communicate, shoot ideas off of each other. And it's good to have people that are opposites because then you get a more of a realistic approach on life and business. We have really good The thing with me is nobody can tell me what, I, what to do and yeah. what I have to do <laughs> by yeah. myself. But, it, yeah. but it's damaging. Mm-hmm. Like doing it by yourself oh, yeah. is killing because it's mm-hmm. just you're doing everything. Yeah. And it's like sometimes I need a business partner. Yeah. But I don't have the money to pay that business partner. Oh, I man, I'm sure having an editor would be a big deal because that's probably a lot oh. of your stuff. And, yeah. Because uh, you got to go listen through the whole thing and you got to know what parts to take oh out and God. whatnot. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like if we did a, if one time I did like a two hour podcast and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm going to sit through the two hour podcast like six times mm-hmm. just to make sure you get everything. And it's, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's hard. And I mean, um, I'm sure it's a, you know, any any kind of job like that. But I'm like, that's something I always wanted to do is podcasts and stuff like that. And I mean, I can't do everything, obviously, but it's fun to sit around and just talk. And, what like, we did, Heather was breeze. nervous. Heather was <laughs> yeah. like, I'm scared. Is like, I'm not. Just <laughs> sit down. I, I'll take the brains. I got. This. It's funny. She's like more like courageous than I am. But some things, like I know she's like nervous about something. Some mm-hmm. things, but I'm like, I'll go do it. Like we. That's why opposites are. I great. get nervous when I'm being recorded and stuff because sometimes I talk a little too free. So, I've been but you're glad you better be glad you didn't go to like People Magazine or something like that. Yeah. It's gonna take what you say oh, and spin gonna. it and twist it. <laughs> Every local business yeah. is bad except for ours. Yeah, that's you know they would do that crap. Oh yeah, I mean it's all about ratings. <laughs> We've so. got a lot of good local businesses around here. I love Stone County. That's why I came back and wanted my businesses and my family here. Yeah. I'm excited for the future of Stone County. Oh yeah, we got a we got a great thing happening here. And this town I think is one of the best towns in the country, I believe, believe it or not. I mean I see so much potential in this town, and I, I just see it thriving, um, especially through Corona. We only had, like, one business close because of it, and that's it. I mean, yeah. besides that, I don't think we've had any, you know, downturn. It's all been better, better, better. It's been growing, which you never hear that anywhere. Yeah. So, especially in, like, California and New York, it's been rough on them, and I feel like we're, we did pretty good here. Well, we're grateful because we don't live in such a... We're already isolated as mm-hmm. it is, and so like we're such a small town yeah. that it's, it kind of doesn't hit the same yeah, as Los like Angeles. Big cities, yeah. Like everybody's shutting down here. Not really. Mm-hmm. You know, I wore a mask, just, mm-hmm. but it's just I don't think you really have to here because there's not that many. This the population. Population. Not, You're not all on top of each other. Yeah. I mean, I live down a dirt road. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, this small town feel. I mean, I feel like we united pretty well. As a, yeah. as a town, we started shopping local a lot more. Um, I noticed that was a big trend, and that's the best trend I think the country's seen is a lot more shop local. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was one great thing that came out of Corona. And so I think that helped our business because I thought we were going to go under because I thought everybody was just going to go to Walmart. Turns out, nope, they want to go to the smaller stores, go help local businesses, and they mm-hmm. also want to get away from other people. And the best way to do that is go to places where there's not a lot of people, and the small businesses, unfortunately, were where it was at. And so. 
Harris, and I appreciate you guys coming on here and doing this. Once you open your new businesses, which we're not going to talk about, we'll get you back on. All right, oh, cool. Yeah. So, Perfect. Yeah, we got, Give us we a got little all time. kinds of fun and things. <laughs>